Welcome to the Grass-Fed Podcast with husband and wife team Nabil Boomrar and Caitlin Weeks. Caitlin is a certified nutrition consultant and the creator of grassfedgirl.com. Nabil is a classically trained chef who works in a five-star hotel in downtown San Francisco. They are the best-selling authors of Mediterranean Paleo Cooking. Together, Nabil and Caitlin answer your questions about healthy cooking and wellness while helping you learn to enjoy a relaxed, paleo-primal lifestyle. Here are your hosts, Caitlin and Nabil. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Grass-Fed Podcast. We're so excited that you're joining us today because we're going to be talking all about keto cooking and how to get started on keto and how to lose weight in the new year in a healthy way. So we had some great times over the holidays. It finally got cold here in Nashville and we had a lot of fun parties with my sister, my dad, and my new nephew. So we had some great times, your successes. But first I wanted to talk about what is keto. It's really... It's always been around as a, a low-carb diet. I remember Dr. Atkins started the the notion. It seems like he was the first one, but I think there was a guy named William Banting back in England in maybe the early 1900s or late 1800s, and he had Banting's, you know, diet, and that was a low-carb diet. And then, uh, you know, we're all familiar with Dr. Atkins, but I think the new idea of keto is more of a limited protein, which it's always been kind of high fat, but the, the, the advent of limiting your protein to keep it from turning into sugar, which some experts believe that if you eat too much protein, it turns into sugar and that can make you stop losing weight and can limit some of the health benefits of, of the, uh, that can limit some of the health benefits of a low carb diet. So the other thing about keto is that it is very high fat. And I don't think Atkins talked about that as much. He said, eat plenty of fat, but now people are eating, you know, 70 to 80% fat. And that is, making them have great success. And I think for the average person, we're so afraid of fat that that can be hard to stomach. And sometimes it takes a little bit of getting used to, especially when your, uh, your gallbladder may not be up to the task at first. You may need some digestive enzymes or, um, just some creativity and new ways of thinking to get into eating that much fat. And, uh, I think we have been grown up eating so much lean meat and being afraid of fat, that we don't always know how to gravitate towards the adding fat or eating the fattier meats. It can be a real retraining process. So those are two of the things that are new. And you have to find your uh, your actual carb tolerance. So some people can get into ketosis with maybe 50 grams of carbs. Some people need to get into it with 20 grams of carbs and some people can do it at a hundred carbs. It's just up to you to kind of figure that out for yourself. And you can use the keto sticks 
which are the pea sticks, which I don't, I've never found those to be very useful. You can find uh, the blood glucose meter also can double as a ketometer, and that is very exact, but it also doesn't, uh, it's very expensive. So, um, and there's a new device uh, that's a ketone meter that is good, but not everyone has one of those. So that's another way you can find out. But sometimes you can just kind of feel one? it. What is it? What's a new one? Um, we got it on the cruise. A guy from the, I think he's from Sweden. He, his name is Michael. And he, it's called ketonics. And you blow into it. It's kind of like a, kind of like the police use. But it says your ketones. And I think it turns red if you're, if you're in, out of ketosis. And green if you're in. Something like that. Uh, so that's another good tool, but, uh, sometimes you can just tell by your breath, uh, and you can also tell some people just get so used to it. They can feel it if they're in or out. So if your partner say your breath stinks, yeah, if you if your breath stinks, then you can usually tell that you're in it, but that doesn't last forever. Usually that just lasts for the first maybe month or so. And then you, you don't have that gross smell anymore. <laughs> it goes away. But some other things to think about are cheat days. You need to keep with it for, I'd say, a couple weeks before you really start doing cheat days. Some people do carb cycling. That's a whole nother thing, a whole nother show. But um, I'd say you need to give yourself a couple weeks of transition time before you start adding carb days and stuff like that. And you know, you've really got to read labels because you've got to check for added sugars, especially in sauces and things like that. And um, you really got to read labels. You got to look for fiber and you got to look for enough fat. And most of the foods that you're going to be eating don't have labels. So you're just going to be eating meat and vegetables. And if you're eating a lot of processed foods, you're kind of missing the boat. Um, most of the foods that we eat that have labels are maybe a chocolate bar or something like that. And it's like an 85% or something like that. You got to drink a lot of water. Uh, you you got to do some bone broth. It's really helpful because sometimes you get low on electro electrolytes and also sodium. So you got to supplement with some bone broth as well as uh, good mineral sea salt is really helpful. And that can help you to not get that, that malaise feeling. And then you really want to take your body fat measurements, your, your actual measurements with inches, because your hormones can really be changing over this time. You can actually be gaining muscle and a lot of things can happen. So you don't want to just only go by the scale because your, your pants could fit you differently or different things like that. So Make sure and not only worry about the scale. That's what happened to me. When I started, it happened that <clears throat> it, was, uh, it was losing weight like none before. I was losing about two pounds every three days. And after about five to six weeks, my body stopped losing weight. And... And I thought, oh, what happened? I, did I get off ketosis or anything? But when you go and wear your jeans, you'll see the difference. And, you know, you don't get as tired as before. 
So I think I think what will happen in in some period of time, it will it will you will stop losing weight on the scale, but you will never stop losing it because you're still in ketosis. It's just your body is reacting to it differently. Then what happened after about three other weeks? I looked at the changes again on the scale and the numbers you know, went back and kept dropping. So there's periods when your body will try to adapt and, you know, everybody is different. You might lose it for straight four months, then it starts for a month and it's, and it's different. Great advice. So a couple other things when you're doing keto is just focus on not eating processed foods and you know, I see a lot of people doing, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, and I'll see a lot of people still eating Splenda or uh, ste- uh, not, I like Stevia much better. It's much healthier. Uh, and you can even use Swerve, which Grassfed Chef likes because there's not so much um, aftertaste like Stevia, and it's made of pretty natural stuff. Um, and then just don't fall into that trap of thinking you can eat the carb products because a lot of them have uh, like gluten, which is very inflammatory. And if your gut is really messed up from eating a bunch of gluten all the time, it's going to be very inflamed. You're going to hold a lot of water. That's going to add a lot of stress on your body and it's going to raise your cortisol and that's going to keep you from losing weight because your body's going to be in a flight or fight mode and it's going to be in survival and it's not going to be thinking, oh, let's heal up my gut and let's lose weight and drop the weight because when your body is in a fight or flight mode, it just wants to hold on to everything because it thinks it's dying and starving. So you want to let your body heal naturally over the time that you're doing a keto diet and that will that will come about when you're eating more of a paleo type keto diet, which is what we recommend and not so much processed food or fake foods that sometimes is a trap that low carbers can fall into. So what were some of the changes that, that you had to make when you started keto? Uh, I, I took a lot of manic, Keto to me, I'm not a doctor or I'm not a nutritionist, but I think what I knew about it in the beginning was a low-carb diet. So what I did is just cut all carbs I know about. So I used to eat a paleo diet all the time, and paleo diet allows you to eat a lot of carrots, eat a lot of you know root vegetables, but when it comes to... The low-carb ones, carrots has a lot of, I mean, root vegetables altogether has a lot of carbs. And the most common one is potatoes. I mean, it's it's a debate between, you know, paleo diet, you can eat potatoes or you cannot eat potatoes and whatever the side you take. But potatoes has a lot of carbs. White, white potatoes? I mean, any potatoes, but especially the white potatoes, has more than the sweet potatoes. So it will, I mean, if you eat one, it might take you off the ketosis 
and you might not going to lose weight for about two or three days because the ketosis it won't be affecting your body only after a period of time when all this carb is burned out and your body will say okay we don't have any more carb coming in all right let's let's switch to ketosis and use the food and what I noticed is I'm a big guy I'm a 245 pounds when I started it and I cannot run without at least three meals a day and when 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 you start you know your body like start you know in ketosis and burning the ketones you don't need to eat as much and like for example if I eat dinner about 6 p.m. I would not be hungry even if I stay late all the way until the morning and sometimes if I eat dinner late I will be able to skip even breakfast and I don't feel bad I don't feel like I need to eat anything and like for you know, you, I, I wake up early in the morning about 6.30, 7am and I would not go hungry about 9 or 10. It was all the way until 11.30. Then sometime I eat good for lunch, I don't feel hungry even for dinner. Because your body is not burning the fat, I mean the, the, the sugar you're eating, it's burning the I mean the fat you have inside your body so it works and it your brain doesn't feel like oh it's time to go and eat or your stomach tells you oh I need more things to come in and burn so we, it, it helped me a lot and I saved a little bit of money <laughs> you know one meal a day I didn't have to eat much but yeah when it comes when it, when it, when it came to food I I start eating I mean, <coughs> the protein I cut it about half. I used to eat a lot of protein. I can eat like a pound of brisket for lunch. And I will go and eat dinner again. But since I started doing the keto, I always, when I go to a restaurant or even eating at home here, like the brisket I used to eat at the restaurant, I always make sure, please, 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 I want the fatty side. I want the fatty side. And when, when you get the fatty ones, you are not going to be hungry for dinner I promise you that if you eat a pound of brisket that's a lot <laughs> but if you eat the lean one I think that's my per personal opinion I think it will turn to sugar so because I try I tried to do it about a long time ago and eat like a lot of protein and don't eat a lot of fat because you know whatever they were telling us about cholesterol and you got sick but at the same time, when I was doing that, just eating lean meat, I was gaining weight. And it didn't make any sense at the time. Like, oh, I'm doing everything they're saying. I eat vegetables and I eat lean meat. And I'm not eating any starch. Okay, makes sense, like low carb. But a lot of vegetables has a lot of uh, carb in them. And the lean meat, it becomes, I, I, I think so. It becomes sugar in your body. So you will gain weight even doing that kind of diet. But when I did the keto so far, it's about 21, 22 pounds. 
in two months. Two, it's a little over two months, maybe. I'm not. I'm not counting. I'm not counting how much carb I'm eating. I'm not counting, you know, how many meals or anything. I'm not doing any counting. I just eat when I'm hungry, and I eat uh, about minimum sixty percent of fat and twenty five percent of uh, of um, of protein, and the rest is but whatever vegetables or anything else. But I think that's the beauty of it. I mean, you're just getting a rough sense of how much you're eating, but you're you're not really eating. You're not really paying that much attention. You're just kind of not eating starchy foods, and you're eating a lot of vegetables. You're eating a lot of meat, but you're adding more fat or cheese or sauce, um, like hollandaise. I know is one of your favorites to the meat or the the vegetables. And you love to eat a good omelet with a bunch of cheese in it for breakfast. And you don't seem to have a dairy intolerance. And But that is a tip. If you are not losing weight on a keto diet, you might want to try. Because dairy can be one of the foods that a lot of people have sensitivities to. And that can slow down weight loss. So try going for like two or three weeks without dairy. And see if you start losing weight again. But... Um, one of the things we did when we were preparing to shop for for this was just focusing on the aisles of the the outside aisles of the grocery store, getting a lot of vegetables, greens, and different you know the lower starch vegetables. You can Google that, but you know any of your green vegetables are mostly low carb, and uh, any any of the salad vegetables. And then if he eats some fruit, it might be just some berries or something. And he eats like some uh, full-fat plain yogurt. So that would be a treat. Or Don't some... eat a lot of it because yogurt has a lot of carbs too. So yeah. I don't eat much. I mean, maybe like a half a cup or maximum a cup if I'm a good boy. <laughs> and then... Um... And then just getting the meat, you know, mostly dark meat, chicken, and eating the skin or making soups with broth with a lot of vegetables and meat in them. And for dessert, he'd eat a, a chocolate bar, chocolate bar, 85% or maybe sometimes 90%. I have to pull those 70s out of his hand. And I don't eat any more 70s anymore. I just eat <laughs> 85. 85 is okay now. I mean... Literally, I used to taste 70% chocolate, and I think it's too bitter, and it's not sweet, and I throw it away, and I go for the 55% cocoa ones. But now, now I think if I eat the 70, I think it's too sweet, <laughs> believe it or not. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't planning to say that, but 70% cocoa, I think, is too sweet, and 80 and up... Is okay. I don't eat the hundred ones because I use them to cook yeah. and stuff, and they're nah, no good. But uh, the eighty-five ones are the one I eat a lot, and sometimes I get the one with the uh, sea salt in it. Or I mean, I I mix it up. Sometimes I eat a little bit of uh, nuts, academia nuts, or mm. any 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 nuts. But I don't got crazy. I don't I don't got nuts on the nuts. <laughs> I just, I, just, I just eat like a half a cup and that's it. Yeah, you could get 
a little bit. Some people can have a problem eating too many nuts, and sometimes you know you have to actually cook a, a meal or or eat a full meal. You can't just eat a cup of nuts and then uh, think that's going to keep you full and and not eat a meal because that's not going to work in the long term. You lose appetite when you eat a lot of nuts. You lose appetite. You don't want to eat more because it has a lot of fat in it and oils. And, uh, the, you know, especially the almonds. But at the same time, you're not giving your body what it needs. You're just, you know, shutting the, the taste buds that you don't want to eat anything else. But bottom line of it, you're not feeding your body. It's, it's, it's no whole food, no protein, no other different fat. There's fat in nuts, but it's not enough to fulfill your hunger and stuff. You'll probably be hungry again in an hour. I remember one time I ate like a huge can of macadamia nuts, but then I had eaten like 2,000 calories, but I was hungry again in like an hour, so it didn't really fill the bill. Did you feel sick or anything the first couple of days you did? The first couple of days, I, I didn't feel sick. I just feel, felt weird. My body was somehow like reacting weirdly to being... Like in a low-carb diet. The first couple of days you don't feel it. But the the second two ones... Because your body is not... I mean, it did not... know. my body didn't know that I'm mean, going to, into ketosis. Well, you've never like, done it before. Yeah, four days after I've been in low-carb. And then... Those four days, they were, you know, basically the toughest one because your your duties. My habit is eating three days, three meals a day, and now I took it away. My body used to have carbs. It used to eat sweet potato fries a lot, and I eat them for breakfast and whatever. Then you took, I took them away, and my brain was telling me like, "Why are you doing this? Like you were fine, you're." Your body is just fine and paleo is perfect for you while you're going into low-carb ones. But after the first four days, I didn't, I didn't feel any sick or anything, but it worked just fine. And you got into the habit, your body starts, you know, burning the fat you have in your body, I mean, inside of you. So it's, it, it, kept, it kept going and I think, I think I didn't have even a cheat day. The whole the whole time. Hey, and thank I, you. He, he slipped a piece of the flourless chocolate cake. Oh yeah, I did half half half. <laughs> but of it doesn't piece, have yeah. a lot of sugar anyway, and it has so much. I think it's coconut sugar, and it has so much fat. It's like pure fat. It's like basically a chocolate bar, soft chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, I had that one with uh, some uh, whipped cream. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right, with the, the recipe's in our book at the end in the dessert section in Mediterranean Paleo Cooking, so you can get that. And, and it has a low-carb version in the book, too. So, uh, is there, did you feel like, I think in the past, to lose weight, you had to exercise a ton. Oh, yeah, that's one one thing. I mean, I had a lot, I mean, since I start, I mean, my body becomes in ketosis, I felt I have a lot of energy. I mean, I lost a lot of weight, of course. You feel energetic more. But 
But you didn't have to exercise like every single day to lose the weight, right? Yeah, I didn't. I stepped in the gym once. <laughs> yeah, 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 that that is true. I mean, I I I work around the house. I do things. I do chores. I work downstairs on my basement and stuff. But I didn't go to the gym. I went to the gym once. I go for walks, but no, I mean, didn't go to the gym up. I'm planning to go to. <laughs> don't take me wrong. That. But I think the, the freedom, though, is that you, it's not so dependent on exercise, where I think when you're following a calorie-counting diet, you are so dependent on how much you exercise or not, and your results are very uh, based on that. So make sure that when you're starting keto that you go to the store and stock up, because I know when we were starting out, I wanted to make sure he always had the fridge full of food because I didn't want him to get hungry and then not have anything to eat. So we've been doing a lot of cold cuts. You've got to buy, I found some ones that are like no hormones and no antibiotics. There's Applegate brand are pretty good. You can sometimes just warm them up with some cheese in the oven and then you can put them on a lettuce wrap and make a really good uh, sandwich. Uh, like I said, he loves omelets for breakfast. And then for dinner, you know, it's just kind of the same old thing you do with paleo. You just don't have as much carbs as you normally would. So you know, I've been making, I have made a meatloaf. I've made a lot of different soups. Uh, made... I like soups. I like a lot of soups. Soups, I think, it fills, fills you up way more than any other meal. And, I mean, you got, you got, you got everything out of the soup. Yeah, we made a lot of vegetable soups, soups with meatballs, chicken soups, things like that. And then you can make a spaghetti bolognese with spaghetti squash, or you can buy those miracle noodles that are really low in carbs. Uh, I, don't, I, I never ate the spaghetti yeah. squash. He doesn't really like spaghetti squash because it can be a little watery, but he likes to put his spaghetti sauce over broccoli, which is another good alternative. And if you do eat dairy, it has a lot more options uh, for being in ketosis because it has the fat. But if you are eating dairy, make sure and get at least organic dairy because all those hormones and antibiotics can really add up to ga- gaining weight in our own bodies. So, And it's not good for the animals either. And, of course, there's I could go on and on about dairy all day, but... Try to use the best quality dairy you can afford, and that will improve your results. Kerrygold. Yeah, you got to make sure and stock up on your Kerrygold butter. And I like to make ghee with it in my crock pot, so I have a Periscope about that you can watch. And, um, and since I start keto, I mean, uh, the keto diet, I start adding a lot of olive oil on my salads. Yeah, you like to make your own dressings with just so, some mustard. So, I mean, to salad most of the time, it doesn't fill you up. <laughs> I've never seen him eat so many salads. <laughs> but adding a lot of adding a lot of uh, olive oil, good olive oil, to it, it turns out like you, fat makes you full. So it helped me a lot not eating too much and. And it works just fine. And he likes to put olive oil and a little bit of lemon juice or vinegar and, and mustard together and then 
Just mix that up and make your own dressing, and that helps you avoid all the soybean oil and corn oil and canola oil that are in common dressings, and that can really slow down your weight loss and make you way, way more inflamed and, and hurt your health and make you stop keto before you really get the good results. What I noticed, we had the Nancy's birthday, Caitlin's mother birthday. We have it here at home. And if you follow Grassfed Girl on uh, Periscope, you, she you know posted all what we were doing. And it was a potato bar. And we had so many options. We had caramelized onion. We got mushroom. We got scallion. We had bacon. We had so many options. Cheese. And we had cheeses. We, we had cream sauce. We had cream sauce for the chicken. And we did some uh, barbecue chicken too. The thing is, I was, I mean, I'm still in low-carb diet, so I couldn't get any potatoes. But the best part was I didn't, not didn't want it, I didn't care about it. I went, and what I did, instead of putting potato in the bottom, I just put the chicken in, in the bottom. I just fill up the bottom of my plate with chicken and they kept putting the other stuff on top of it I put then I put the scallion I put the bacon I put uh, the cheese I put the guacamole the salsa I put all the when I ate it it turned out really good and the best part is if you ate if I ate the potatoes I might eat only one plate and feel full for whatever time but I I ate that one and went again and got another half plate and I ate it and that felt so good and I didn't get hungry until the day after. Even dinner was at 6.30. Yeah. So it's really easy to to just fill up on the good stuff even during the holidays. And you did that at, at the Christmas dinner too. He made a giant New York strip roast that was unbelievable. That was good. That was oh good. my gosh, so People tender, it. and it was fatty on the edge, and it's very just melts in your mouth. So I love that, and we also had uh, a lot of vegetables on that day, and there was olives. A lot of olives. I ate a bunch of olives, <laughs> and then we had some really good desserts too. With this, we made I made him desserts with the swerve because he doesn't like stevia. So those are some good tips for when you're wanting to start cooking and doing keto for the new year. And we hope this has helped you. If that's something you want to try, just try it. But listen to your body. And if it's not right for you, then adjust and and just find your own plan. We're all in charge of our own bodies and our own health. And um, there's lots of low-carb modifications in Mediterranean Paleo Cooking. And you can find that at MediterraneanPaleoCooking.com or at grassfedgirl.com or of course on Amazon and make sure you subscribe to my newsletter at grassfedlist.com so you never miss an episode or a new recipe. I just put up a great recipe for my fudge, paleo low carb fudge and um, I put up some walnut tahini muffins that are really popular. I made those for Christmas day and we also have a lot of new things coming out this year, so make sure and stay tuned. Please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. That really helps us out and share this with a friend. We really appreciate you listening. We wish you lots of success and health in the new year. 
Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.